Welcome to the Law Boutique 30 podcast. LB30 for short. LB30 explores the legal challenges that face business owners, individuals, and families, with a twist. LB30 addresses these topics in a conversation with a seasoned legal and business professional. Your host, David Porter, has over 30 years of experience, connecting with clients to learn their objectives, and then devising strategies to solve problems, in a way to make businesses more sustainable, while solving the legal issues at hand. LB30 allows you to see inside the practical, concierge service you can create with a trusted legal advisor. LB30 is about conversation and practicality. The Law Boutique 30 is open to provide information and education. Please welcome your host, David Porter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of Law Boutique 30. Today's episode is entitled, Understanding a Lawyer's Roles. Law Boutique 30, or LB30, is a series of conversations you would have with a lawyer who is a trusted advisor helping you navigate the challenges of your business. It gives you insights into how that relationship can be maximized and optimized. LB30 by its very nature is produced to provide you with information and education on how you can be more effective in your business. It is not intended to, nor is it a substitute for legal advice from a lawyer of your choice. So while I am a lawyer, on this podcast, I am not your lawyer. So let's dig into the challenge of today. Today is that many business owners and leaders have little understanding of the roles a lawyer plays in the work they do, which makes it difficult for the client to maximize the value of the relationship. And I think there are really four ways that this challenge manifests itself with the clients that I've worked with over the last 30 years. First is that clients see the relationship with a lawyer as a transaction-based relationship. What that means is that Many business leaders engage lawyers on a transactional basis. Here's the problem. Here's the issue. Here's the item I need you to take care of. Thank you very much. There's no need for anything more. I have X that I need to be have done, and you're a lawyer, and you can do those things, so please go do them. Do those things, so please go do them. That's fine. But that presents a challenge in being able to optimize the value that a lawyer can bring to the table when that lawyer becomes your trusted advisor. The second way that the challenge manifests itself is in the idea that it's all about the law. Most clients frame the interaction with a lawyer as being something that is confined exclusively to the law. The reality is that there is no such constraint. While the law may be the area of expertise of a lawyer, there are many other things that a lawyer brings to the table through the lens of seeing the legal and regulatory requirements of your business. Third, clients misconstrue the role of advocate that a a lawyer can play for them. Lawyer can play for them. Many people think that advocate means that the lawyer takes all advantage and fights no matter what 
to get the client the very best outcome. Advocate is often seen as you, the lawyer, fight for my, the client's cause, no matter how legitimate that cause or position may or may not be. That's a real problem. When the client believes that the lawyer will simply fight, no matter the legitimacy of the position, the value of the services from the, client, from the lawyer are, are actually diminished. And then fourth, the way that the challenge manifests itself is that the client resists the role of advisor. A lawyer is about law, not counseling me about here. I've seen a lot of clients, again, if they are thinking in terms of transaction-based relationships or transaction-based engagements, then they will resist the idea that a lawyer can actually bring advice to the table, counsel to the table, rather than just simply being a hired gun advocate for whatever position the client wants to take. And that can be a real problem. Now, I've also worked with clients that understand that there is so much more to the relationship and so much more value that can be brought when the lawyer is engaged with the client at a, at a deeper level. So the opportunity for tomorrow is to really look at the idea that lawyers are called to be both advocate and counselor. Now, that's not something I made up. That's not something that I'm just throwing out here in this podcast episode. That's going out here in this podcast episode. That's actually the roles that lawyers have been given by rule in virtually every state in the United States. These are not roles that lawyers choose. These are roles that are defined by the rules that govern our practice. And understanding these two complementary roles, a client has the opportunity to get much more value than they imagine from engaging a lawyer to be their trusted advisor. And so let's talk about how that opportunity manifests itself in the same four frames that we've talked about the challenge itself. First, rather than a transaction-based engagement, a more valuable relationship is one based on, in fact, having a relationship. The real value of working with a lawyer is the relationship that is built between the client and the lawyer. Letting and helping the lawyer to understand your business, your objectives, your strategies, makes the lawyer so much more effective, makes us so much more able to talk with you at a deeper level so that you can actually pursue and achieve the objectives that your business has in front of you. In a transaction-based relationship, in a transaction-based engagement, it's simply do the work and walk away. And there's very little room for uh, the lawyer to engage in a relationship and truly understand what is trying to be accomplished. The second reframe that moves us from the challenge of today to the opportunity of tomorrow is it's more than the law. I think that the law is kind of the be-all, end-all when it comes to issues in their business, and nothing could be further from the truth. 
The law is only one of the tools that a business owner, business leader has in their toolbox in running their business. But just as you as the client would bring more to the table than simply your knowledge of your business, a good lawyer brings more than knowledge of the law to the relationship with you. Engaging that lawyer in discussions of their business perspectives, having worked with other clients, sometimes for years, sometimes for decades, brings a value to your relationship that really can't be measured. The third reframe is rather than misconstruing how the lawyer advocates for you, you need to understand that it's advocacy for your benefit. Of course, a lawyer will advocate for you. They'll advocate for, advocate for you if they're representing you in a court case. They'll advocate for you in negotiations on a contract. They'll advocate for you with a regulatory agency. But sometimes, sometimes it's important to understand that the lawyer has to advocate for you against you. And let me explain that. Sometimes the lawyer has to help you understand that the position you're desiring to take, the position you are asking the lawyer to advocate, is in fact contrary to your best interest. Sometimes, and we talked about this a little bit in earlier episodes, you have some blind spots. And when the lawyer sees the opportunity that you are walking into a blind spot, sometimes the advocacy is for you, but in fact, against you in that the conversation is with you. And then the fourth reframe is rather than resisting the advisor, actually being the advisor and counselor comes before being the advocate. An important part of the discussion with your lawyer, the part and part of the relationship with your lawyer is understanding how to approach an issue, how to get from where you are to where it is you want to be. And from there, you can work through the planning of the response and then how do we execute that response. This requires both the counselor and the advocate role from your lawyer. So we have our challenge of today. Business owners and leaders really have a struggle understanding the roles that a lawyer plays. And we have the opportunity of tomorrow in that we understand that lawyers are called to be both advocate and counselor, and that using both of those skill sets in working with you and working with you in your business actually maximizes and optimizes a relation, a relationship-based engagement. So we've got the we've got the challenge, we've got the opportunity, we understand where the gap is. We're going to take a break here, and when we come back, we're going to start talking about the tenants and the track. How do we think and how do we work to accomplish the reframe between the challenge of today and the opportunity of tomorrow? We'll be right back. Are you still struggling in the midst of COVID? Many businesses are struggling. Porter Law is putting together a seven-day challenge to help you break out and take off through the end of 2020 and beyond. Mark your calendars for launch day, September 21st. More details to come. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements.
I am just getting started. I just had a baby, and my husband and I are just trying to figure out how to take care of her. There is nothing an estate plan can do for us. Right? Estate plans do more than deal with money. They help you protect your children. That is why Porter Law has created an instant access summit to dispel the myths of estate planning. It's free. Go find out why you need to take action in this free summit at www.epmythsummit.com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Okay, welcome back. It's glad to have glad to have you back and we're going to talk now. We're going to start talking about the tenets, the mindset that you have to have to make the leap from the challenge of today to the opportunity of tomorrow. And we're going to start with a mindset shift of there's a line there's power in alignment. Let me say that again. There's power in alignment. Again, when you're talking about a transaction-based engagement Here's the issue, go take care of the issue and go on down the road. There is no opportunity to create alignment. It's when you have alignment with your lawyer that there is great power for you as a business person. And there's power really for two reasons. First, you know you're both on the same page. That builds such an incredible amount of trust between you and the lawyer. The second thing that happens when you have alignment is you are in fact in alignment so that you can, as a business owner, feel comfortable that the person that you have engaged to help you with this particular issue is going to handle it in a way that is consistent with your desire and the outcomes that you've set. So that's the first tenet. There's power in alignment. The second tenet is understanding that having a full understanding of the options, of your options, is vital. A lot of times over the last 30 years, I've had clients that have begun the conversation with me thinking that they knew what the, not only the outcome was going to be, but the process that was going to be followed to get to that outcome. Only when we were able to have a deeper conversation and really talk about the various options that were available to get to their desired objectives Did the client really understand that perhaps the way they thought about going about the particular issue was not the best way to do so? And so understanding that there are likely any number of ways that you can go about getting to your objectives, two, three, five different ways that you might be able to get to what it is you want, you you cannot have an effective relationship with a lawyer, if you do not explore all of those different options. And so being able to have a full understanding of your options is incredibly vital to the value of the relationship. The third thing that you have to reframe and your reframe your mindset is you cannot use only half the roles that a lawyer plays. Like I said before, when you have a transaction-based engagement, most of the time what the lawyer wants is the advocate. The lawyer wants is the advocate. They want the person that's going to go fight the fight on their behalf. And while that is a critical role that a lawyer plays, it ignores the role of counselor, which can in fact strengthen the role of advocate. 
So don't just simply say, I'm going to go get a hired gun to come in and fight for me. Actually engage with somebody, as with a lawyer at a deep enough level that you are going to engage both roles that a lawyer plays, both advocate and counselor. And then lastly, you have to change your mindset to, I can only be more protected with more engagement. Again, a mindset shift away from the transactional engagement to the relationship engagement. You will, in fact, have better outcomes when you engage your lawyer at a level of relationship rather than at a level of transaction. So let's go back, the tenets, the mindsets that you need to embrace as we move from the challenge of today to the opportunity of tomorrow. First, there's power and alignment. Second, having a full understanding of your options is vital. Third, do not use half the role of your lawyer. And fourth, I can only be protected, more protected, with more engagement. So those are the mindset shifts. Let's talk about the things that you need to do, the actions that you need to take. And so the first one of those is, very simply, open up. You have to open yourself up to the relationship with a lawyer. And that's hard. I know how difficult it is for clients, what it is for clients, particularly clients that don't use lawyers very often, to really open up to their lawyer about their situation. And here's the fundamental reason why they resist. They resist because they believe that the lawyer is going to look at the situation, hear the facts, and judge where the client is in that situation. And nothing could be further from the truth. The lawyer is not going to judge you in your situation. And the reason the lawyer is not going to judge you is because the, the job, our job as professionals, our, our, our job as lawyers is to take the current situation and move it in the direction that the client wants. Now, let me give a little, uh, let me give a little piece of secondary advice here. Uh, the secondary advice is that if you are talking to a lawyer who ends up throwing guilt or shame on you, ends up throwing guilt or shame on you about whatever your particular situation is, I would highly recommend you consider not having that lawyer represent you anymore. That is not a healthy relationship to have with a lawyer. And in fact, you probably need to have a very serious conversation with them about that reaction. Because the only way to have an effective relationship is if you are able to feel comfortable opening up and telling the lawyer every relevant fact about the situation. The second thing that you need to do is that you need to be clear about what you want. This is vital. I've had so many clients who maybe didn't know what they wanted, didn't want to say what they wanted, and without the lawyer having an incredibly clear understanding of what your objective is as a client, it's very hard to clear idea, have a clear explanation of what you want out of the situation that you are engaging the lawyer for. Now, that doesn't mean that that has to be what you want forever. It means that it has to be what you want at the beginning of the discussion. 
as you discuss various options, various uh, strategies that you might employ to get to certain outcomes, you may determine that, well, I really want a different outcome. And that's okay. That's what the whole counselor part of the lawyer's role is, is to help you explore all of those options so that you can ultimately, before the work begins, be crystal clear, not only with yourself, but with the lawyer, about what it is you want. The third thing you need to do, the third action you need to take is, you need to have the patience to discuss, you need to have the patience to discuss and understand the path. I cannot count the number of times in 30 years that I've had a client who did not want to take the time to discuss and understand what it is we were doing and how we were going to get to their objectives. And what that ends up causing at the end of the day is an opportunity for the client to feel like they're not getting what it is they asked for because they have not understood how they're going to traverse the path of the particular matter to get to the objective that they want. And then the fourth part of the things to do is to be willing to work through the bad stuff. Listen, there is no legal issue that doesn't carry with it some bad stuff. Boring stuff, tedious stuff, tedious stuff, things that take your time, things that are uncomfortable, things that, uh, that, that come into your schedule in ways that you didn't anticipate. Uh, legal issues are typically very disruptive. And if you are not willing to work through the bad stuff, then it's going to be very difficult for your lawyer to get you to the good stuff. So let's talk about the four things that you need to do, the track, the skill sets that you need to have to move from the problem of today to the opportunity of tomorrow. First, you need to open up. You need to be clear. You need to be forthcoming with your lawyer about everything that's happening in the particular situation. Second, you need to be clear about what you want. And that can change over the engagement, but you need to be clear at all times what it is you want. And when you're asked what it is you want, you need to state it very clearly and very affirmatively what it is you want to come out of this particular situation. You have to have the patience. Third, you have to have the patience to discuss and understand the path. Part of the win here in developing a deeper relationship is having the patience to discuss and understand the path that you and your lawyer are going to take to get to your objectives. And fourth, you have to be willing to work through the bad stuff, the tedious stuff, the time-consuming stuff, the inconvenient stuff. Because if you won't work through the bad stuff, it's extraordinarily hard to get to the good stuff. So that's the track. So we now know what it is we, how we need to think, and we now know what it is we do, what we need to do. And so we're going to take a break here. We're going to, when we come back, we're going to talk about the tactics. And the tactics are, what do we do with these new mindsets and these new skill sets in the relationship that we have with our lawyer so that we optimize the value that we get from the time and the investment that we make with that lawyer. We'll be back. 
My husband and I have been together forever. We've raised our kids and we are in the golden years of our life together. Do we really need to put together an estate plan? I know my mom and dad don't have anything in place to put their affairs in order. I worry about them. But I have enough to do just taking care of my kids and family. Do I really need to take the time to do something about their estate? The short answer to all these questions is, yes, you need to have things in order with your estate. That's why Porter Law put together an instant access summit called the Three Estate Planning Myths. It's free. Go find out why you need to take action in this free summit at www.epmythsummit.com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. The final section of today's episode talks about the tactics. What's the plan? How do we move? How do we actually take these new mindsets and new skill sets? And how do we actually execute them so that we can move from the challenge of today where we're in transaction-based engagements with our lawyers to the opportunity of tomorrow, which is framed around a relationship-based engagement? So the first tactic that you need to follow is you always need to communicate specific objectives. I want to win my lawsuit is not a specific objective. You need to help your lawyer understand that the objective, while it may be to quote unquote win a case, that certainly isn't the real objective. Because there are certain things that I'm confident you would or would not do, things that I'm confident you would or would not do to achieve the win in a lawsuit. If you had a lawsuit, let's just take an example. You have a lawsuit for $15,000. Would you pay a million dollars in legal fees to avoid a $15,000 judgment? Maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. But if you simply said to your lawyer, all I want to do is win the case, you're opening up the idea that you're willing to win at all costs. And when you open up the door that you're willing to win at all costs, you're actually just going to have the costs rather than focusing on what does a win mean. So number one tactic, always communicate specific objectives. Number two, be willing to adjust those objectives to adjust those objectives if needed. I have never handled a case or a transaction for a client that in the midst of the, the either case or transaction, things haven't changed. Either the other side has changed their tactics or new facts have become known that alter how we're going to move forward in, uh, in the lawsuit or the transaction, things change. They're never static. And neither your client nor the other side ever know all the facts. And so when there is a development of facts in whatever the situation is, you have to be willing to adjust your objectives accordingly. If you won't adjust your objectives, if the facts change, I've seen too many times where clients who are so stubborn and will not, that we actually get a pretty bad result 
because the client really is having the lawyer focus on an objective that is no longer the optimal objective. Third, so first of all, we're always going to communicate specific objectives. We're always going to be willing to adjust those objectives if needed. And then third, we're, the third tactic is you need to be flexible in your approach. There are always multiple ways to get to the objective that you want. Being flexible often allows clients to understand how you can get to the outcome on a path that may not have been considered in the past. When facts change, objectives may change, approach may change. And your flexibility, again, in a relationship-based engagement with your lawyer, a relationship-based engagement with your lawyer is always vital to your success. And then the last tactic is speak up if you do or do not like something in the engagement. This is really, really vital. Your lawyer can't know if you like something or don't like something if you don't say so. And I've had a lot of clients that don't want to speak up or they become very timid or they, or they simply don't want to ask questions, they don't want to probe because they feel like that's going to be a detriment to the relationship. In fact, the very opposite is true. I have found, again, over 30 years that the clients that ask the most questions are the clients who are most engaged and are the clients for whom I can get the best outcome. So the four tactics, always communicate, always communicate specific objectives. Second, always be willing to adjust those objectives if needed. Third, be flexible in your approach. And fourth, speak up if you do or do not like something in the engagement. The role that a lawyer can play with you in your business is vital to ensuring that you do not let legal or regulatory issues push you off the rails or push you off track in what it is you're trying to achieve in your business and for your customers. Be open to the idea that you can have the outcome and the opportunity of tomorrow of engagement-based, of relationship engagements where you have a trusted advisor and not simply somebody who does the work that you need done and then moves. So that's it for the third episode of Law Boutique 30. I hope you enjoyed your time with us. Again, I'm David Porter. Great to have you. Thanks for joining us at Law Boutique 30 today. It was great to have you with us. Be sure and subscribe to the video and audio versions of the podcast on your preferred platforms. Also, leave us some feedback on today's show and what future topics you would like to hear. Connect with us at www.lawboutique30podcast.com. Until next week, be open, connect, and take your business to the top.